0: Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Casamas and John Scheimer.
1: Alright, what's up guys? Welcome to Get Heavy Podcast. We're doing the couple series tonight. (laughs) Uh Tonight we got uh, uh, some local Ventura podcasters, Amy Wright and Kevin Strudelkamp. Trudel Camp, sorry, bro. <laughs> Trudel Camp, yeah, 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 it's Yeah, I think Trudel Camp okay, right. right. I'm sorry, brother. Think, uh, <laughs> no, good. Yeah, but uh, these are hosts of the True Crime Dumpster Podcast, a true crime uh, podcast, which is honestly produced very, very well compared to what we do here. So, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, welcome, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Amy, I've known you're a, a local Ventura uh, lady who moved yeah, out. I
0: I was trying to think I think I've known you since maybe like sophomore year of high school
1: probably yeah we've known each other a long time
0: yeah from laser star shows
1: right yeah Mm -hmm. back in the day um and then uh Kevin is a full time touring musician bands like Ritual Ritual Necromancing Incantation Blasphemy Weregoat uh you you have a surprising resume there's a whole other Um,
2: roster of bands
1: yeah but we're not
2: having out we're only gonna do this for an hour so, right.
3: You know, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Over the next
2: hour.
3: Uh, I like to play music.
2: How long? How dirty, long? You dirty been, music. How long have you been an actual touring musician, like where like that was what you did before COVID, obviously?
3: Probably about ten years. Ten years. And yeah, but I've been playing like since like I've been doing like death metal and shit since uh ninety five.
2: 95. What was the first band that got you into like full time touring?
4: Um,
2: you were like, I don't have to have a fucking job. I will figure this out. Uh, Not saying like uh, you know what I mean. You, you make a ton of money doing a touring musician. Where it's like, but it's like okay, I can I can figure this out.
0: You know what I mean? Well, I would say like in the last year, you've been able to do it a lot.
3: Last five years, I've been doing it a lot. But like before that, uh, when I was younger. Uh, I was kind of filling in for this band Splatterhouse which was like a death metal, gory kind of death metal band and we did like this full six week US tour and it was all booked through MySpace the dude that booked it (laughs) the the guitar player that booked it just wanted to hook up with all these different chicks around the country (laughs) and that was the fucking tour route
1: is he, getting, is he getting Me too right is now? Is he getting Me too all over the fucking world right He
3: now? has gone in hiding several times right. for oh, various things. I don't think right. it's Me Too related.
1: But, yeah. but he's had to disappear.
3: <laughs> but, yeah.
1: Not any, it's not any, anything close to what our president or any of the congressmen that do. You know? oh, not yeah. at all.
3: Yeah, no. He's not, like, drinking not baby blood and shit.
2: With scene, is he?
3: Yeah, no. no, he's not that big time. For now. No, I mean, he's just, I mean, like, doing blow-off, like, a stripper's tits or something.
2: Has anyone Classic. seen episode two of the Epstein documentary? I can't even get through I the don't first know song. one person that has gotten through episode one. Have you got through it? Well, I mean, actually, this is actually
0: for yeah. Yeah. I'm a glutton for punishment, yeah. Uh,
1: I can't. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I don't. I can well, do, true I got, crime. I the first episode, and there was, like, five girls that were like yeah I was 12 and he fucking you know I was like I'm, I'm down I'm out dude I got a 12 year old yeah, daughter. yeah. I, I know well you sad. have a little
0: girl so that's hard yeah
1: I got five yeah. sisters I got a 12 year old daughter I can't yeah. I can't even watch porno with blonde chicks in it dude it's fucking out of you know, <laughs> <I'm out. laughs>
2: you know? welcome to the get heavy podcast ladies and gentlemen
1: <laughs> um, yeah it's out dude I'm done you know it's ruined all things for me you know all those sisters and the family and the but yeah, so you've gotten through some of the Epstein doc, duck- doc?
0: Yeah, I mean, I listened to the. Um, I think it's Wondery put it out. It's called the Mysterious Mister Epstein, and that was really good. So what I one of the reasons I like I wanted to watch it is that I know the whole story, the whole dirty story. But it was nice to put names to faces and all that stuff, you know, okay. or faces it to names. Be,
2: it should be documented, and that shit should be out there. You know
0: what I mean?
1: That yeah,
2: is a, for sure. There's nothing worse. There's shit. nothing worse than when like. Like, in, like, the Facebook call-out world, when, like, someone's, like, oh, my God, look at this shithead, and they block out their face, and I'm, like, what the fuck is the point of this?
0: Yeah, Yeah, and that's why a lot of, like, podcasters actually kind of get reamed for the way that they name episodes, Mm. Um, because a lot of times they'll name the episodes by the killer, and um, they're, like, they're, like,
1: huh? you're giving like celebration to the killer yeah
0: and a lot of podcasters that come back with well and a lot of people are like well you should name them after the victims and then a lot of podcasters have come back and been like nah fuck that because like when you google this person's name i want you to know the atrocious shit that they've done you know yeah, same thing yeah, like, like epstein like know? like
2: like like i don't i don't see how the point of naming someone after the victims is
0: yeah i that's i think not, that the uh, victim doesn't want to be defined by that yeah. yeah
2: exactly the victim was forced into that shit right yeah the victim wasn't yeah. you know what i mean like the killer or whoever the fuck did fucked up shit did that shit right. and they should be called out you know what i mean the victim yeah. Should yeah. That's, that's also you that's um- remember,
1: you're trying to get views here you know what i mean it, if you call it some random lady that you know, I mean, it's like, well, yeah, you, you know. I mean, I, it's not I, like your capital. I mean, are any of are you guys making money from your podcast or Not podcast? yet, no. no. Uh, so, and like, it's not right, like so. any day now. All right,
3: yeah. I <laughs> waiting for, for it. <laughs> I'm waiting
1: that
0: rep- like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Money. Um, like just going back to that real quick. Like try to make money off of it, whatever. That would be cool if it ever happened, but not like super like dying to do that. Um. Cause I luckily don't have to, but, um, like when I was trying to name an episode, like I wanted, I wanted to name it after the survivors because I read their memoirs and it was Ariel Castro. You know, that guy. Oh yeah. So you don't know, you know who Ariel Castro is, right? Uh, Yeah. But you don't, do you remember the three women's names?
1: Not at all, but I do remember Charles Ramsey. That fucking 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 motherfucker, dude. That's the, that's Uh, the dude. Our, our slogan for all tours.
0: It's the guy who, like, let Amanda Berry out of the house.
1: Yeah. The guy that, uh, the that helped him get out uh, of the house. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, that guy's hilarious. He's yeah. it a hero, Yeah. Think. I was like, yeah. Like, and you know, I... something's wrong with a pretty little white yeah. girl with a black man. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> you know something's wrong.
1: You know that guy oh, saved someone at, like, that someone at, like, a McDonald's? like uh He saved someone at a McDonald's or something. Or, no, he saved another person from a car oh, accident. Dead like, giveaway. Dead
2: giveaway. Dead giveaway. Yeah, uh, but he that. saved okay, someone okay, from well, a car I accident like, like
1: a her. month later and was back on the news. He's like, hey, man, I was just here. I saw that chick. She need, like, she need fucking help. <laughs> 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 like, Dude, I love you, man. You know, but that... Uh, God, he's that like a fucking
3: kink, man. He's like a superhero. Dude, that...
2: That guy, that guy ruled our life for at least two tours. Right, he would actually come out to stage for that song. Two tours, yeah. That that would be the song that (laughs) the fucking rap would walk out to, and then we would we'd be partying in the van behind some venue, and like we'd get random people in the van. I'd be like, "Bro, you want to hear a fucking song? (laughs) Bro, you want to hear a fucking song? Yeah." And that would be us. Yeah, Uh, but you know,
1: likewise. I, I don't want to uh, devalue the victims that fucking survive. Yeah, but the victims,
2: but the victims don't want to be, the victims don't want to be fucking put out there. like.
0: Well, please. so that's the thing I kind of struggled with is that all three survivors of that wrote memoirs and they do want to like be yeah. known for that. So that's why I named the episodes after okay. them, which is Gina de Jesus, Amanda Berry, which is the one a lot of people remember, yeah. and Michelle Knight, who has since changed her name to like Lily Rose something.
4: Okay, But, but like...
0: <laughs> I wanted to give them credit because I got, like, 100% of our material from their memoirs, you right. know? But, like, as a result, like, nobody, like, looks, everybody looks for Errol Castro when they're looking right, for, right. like, pot you know, because a lot of times they'll find podcasts by subject, you know, or by topic, mm-hmm. and so, like, ours doesn't get found because I named it after the, you know, the survivors and not yeah. the, the perpetrator, you know?
2: Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah I, and it's,
2: know, a, it's also a case, I imagine it's a case-by-case basis where it's, like, in that situation, they wrote memoirs. So you're yeah. like, okay, I can name it after They the want day. their story heard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I mean, like, whether it's whether we like it or not, it's all known by the fucking killer, or yeah. the fucking psycho. Yeah. 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 It's hard to be, you know, in,
1: especially like with what you guys do. I wanted to ask, like. Amy, I know you pretty well. I know you're kind of a factoid, and obviously very organized. You've always been very organized, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm but, a teacher, um,
0: so I kind of have to. I know. Do yeah. Mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> my, my wife's a teacher. I get it. Yeah. You know, she's organized like a son of a bitch. But like, what got you into doing this? You know what I mean?
0: Like the true crime uh, stuff. The, the podcast. Yeah. Or true but, crime what, stuff.
1: What got you into it?
0: Um, that's a good question. I think that I've always, I, I do remember, um, in like fourth grade, uh, the OJ Simpson trial Mm -hmm. and like living in proximity to LA, like car chases in general, like my parents would just turn that shit up. And then like, you know, we just like hover around the TV. And so it's just like, Coming from Southern California, like that's what you do. Like I remember the OJ height, you know, low speedish chase, spotlights going through the windows. I, I mean, I,
2: I, I, I want to get
0: one of those. Broncos. Okay, so yeah. so I had OJ
3: a- thing was crazy, man. Yeah,
0: and I mean, we live forty-five minutes away from it. You know, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. My my parent, uh, my parents threw a surprise birthday party for me on the day oj the had slow chase. surprise they we're gonna watch the news <laughs> it was at a pizza parlor it was right. at a pizza parlor so like we went to the pizza parlor to like you know have dinner and then all my friends were there but in the background i still remember like i was 12 i think i was only yeah. 12 or something like that and it was like oj in the background so whenever i see the white bronco i think of my 12th surprise birthday party
1: surprise kid hold on wait a minute yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. the juice is loose but (laughs) i just remember
0: (laughs) like it wasn't even it wasn't even just that i remember the rodney king riots i think that happened when i was like in first grade and like again like my parents just turned the volume all the way up and we watched it you know we watched la burn down you know over a verdict and then um oj simpson it wasn't even just that. Like kids at school were placing bets on, you know, if he was going to be found guilty or not. And I was, in, I had my first major, major, major celebrity crush. <laughs> you know. Oh
4: right.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh here we go. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Nicole Kidman. No 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 no. Kidman. Cato <laughs> Kalen. I was oh! obsessed. Nice.
1: I knew you had a thing for throwing I mean, locks.
0: Kato Kalen was <laughs> yeah, the- <laughs> yeah, He to this day. He's a fucking hilarious dude. Are I can cuss, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um there's another oh, podcast you know, called um Huh?
1: I just said I didn't jerk off the blonde people. Oh okay.
0: <laughs> but you didn't cut You're not cutting but that. Okay. But there's a there's a podcast <laughs> called Confronting OJ and it's um it's uh no, um, Ron Goldman. Sorry, name escaped me for a second. It's he har- It's easy to forget victims' names. Um, Ron Goldman's sister, it's her podcast. And she goes after AJ and she goes after everybody in the trial <clears throat> just to kind of figure out what the fuck happened, you know? And, like, she ends up talking to, like, jurors and stuff. And she ends up talking to, like, OJ's lawyer, who is such an asshole to her. He calls her, like, a fucking bitch and all this stuff. Like, it's they get into it. And then she gets into, like, a Twitter war with, like, OJ because he refuses to talk to her and stuff. Wow. Um, but where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> she, she interviews Kato Kalen, and he is like, oh, hey, girl, how are you doing? You know, and he's all, and she's all, well, where do you want to meet up to get interviewed? And he's all like, well, there's this country club, like, going to, you just bring your swimsuit. We'll go swimming, and we'll interview in the, sw- <laughs> the swimming pool. <laughs> and she's like, no. Oh, wow. so like the chris
3: crazy. holmes interview he like has not
0: changed at all he's still like a creepy pool guy oh, <laughs> that's and that's why I, he a hundred percent is innocent he does not know anything that is ever going on this day he has no idea he's just like living uh he just lives at like a country club or something you know yeah, the uh, Sh- I, for those of
1: you who don't know Scheimer <laughs> totally broke his leg or a oh, shoot! <laughs> the other day, so that's actually, outside. Of that's the kind plane of plane. why we're over here, because why I'm over here, because this guy can't, you know, he can't do shit by himself. Apparently, so. oh, but um, huh? I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's wild. So obviously, seeing all that stuff back when you were a kid and stuff that spawned your, I I, I find that women are generally interested oh, yeah. in like, yeah. just I, what uh, what did South Park refer to it as? Informational murder porn. <laughs> and it's like so oh yeah that's again. totally like, what it is it killed it with that one because my rosie <laughs> here's what rosie does my wife i'll be falling asleep i'm like this falling asleep and she goes today i read a story about a, a mom and dad that burned their kids with cigarettes until he fucking died i'm like oh cool uh, great i'm I, i'm about to fall asleep that's like the last thing i needed to think of <laughs> before I yeah, sweet the dreams <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> So she does that shit to me all the time you know and it's like yeah it's just yeah I, but so like are obviously Kevin like where did you grow up and how are you interested in this stuff like is it well, really uh, i mean she's not making you do it right i mean
3: no well so i grew up uh i was actually born uh in Yorba Linda
1: Oh really and lived
3: shift? in Orange the County
2: o- the OC Yeah
3: yeah, yeah. Nice. from the OC you got
2: out good job <laughs> Fuck, yeah. you're welcome man good job uh,
3: Moved around a bit, uh, but ended up in Portland uh, in 1990.
1: Oh, so you're one of the early adopters.
0: Yeah. Por- so he was, was in Portland here. before Portland was cool.
1: Right, yeah,
0: there you <laughs> go. Yeah,
3: it was still sketchy. It was great back then. That's
0: great, man, I
1: bet. So how, I mean, obviously with the Portland thing, I mean, it's, you know, you hear about it, it's just what, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's the whole deal, so
3: though. different than what it used to be. Like, all of the cool venues are gone, like. There was one, the Satyricon, which is basically like the CBGBs of the West Coast. Right, yeah. Like uh, Nirvana played there and shit. It was like a fucking little hole, hole in the wall, you know. Yeah. But that's where all the cool shows were. Like right downtown. That is Everyone cool. could get to that's it. Ago, right? I mean, what's with, that?
1: Like, how long ago did that close down? It wasn't that
3: long. Satyricon? Yeah. 10 years Ten, now. Mm,
0: no. No, maybe like, like five. Eight.
3: Five, six. Eight
0: years ago or something I'm such yeah.
3: a bad judge of time.
4: Me
0: too. Yeah,
2: dude. It's, it's like, especially especially with touring. It's like yeah. It's like oh when oh that was like three months ago. It's like that was four years ago.
1: Like, I know.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: Okay.
1: Shit. Yeah. Shit, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. It's wild.
3: So I Everybody, mean, everybody at my work is like, "You look so young." When they figure out I'm like 43 or whatever <laughs> I am, uh, <laughs> they're like, "You look so young," uh, and I'm just like, "I've been living in a van for."
2: Yeah, yeah, 15 yeah. years I like yeah, yeah
3: exactly and now like now that i'm like kind of like my schedule at work is like really fucking weird this whole covid thing has really <laughs> made everything like a fucking acid trip gone really bad right. uh, yeah
2: yeah yeah Yeah. and yeah. uh it's like when the when the acid keeps going and you're like please yeah no
3: yeah you're trying to tap out like, <laughs> like, yeah, like i just want
2: to go to bed yeah
3: it's like, been two weeks you're like, fuck.
2: Uh
3: yeah, so like now time is even more fucked because you know, I have like split days off and it's like every day is the fucking same.
2: I have I have my first real job in 12 years. Like re- like
3: welcome back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking gnarly because yeah. like I I'm a civilian. I'm a civilian. Soul crusher.
3: You yeah, know what it I mean, it is
2: like it's you know, and the thing is like I I've, I've actually been okay with it. And I think I'm okay with it because everything is shut down. Yeah. I think if if I was like, oh, I'm gonna just like quit the industry and let the industry keep going, I'd be fucking miserable. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the fact that it's like
0: a nobody's miserable. having any fun. Nobody's right. having yeah. any fun. It's There's not no like
2: FOMO. you know what I mean. There's no FOMO. Yeah. 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 I was trying to be.
3: Yeah. The first the first show is gonna fucking go off the hook.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to see it, probably be they'll probably
3: up, be 10 people there cuz, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, cuz no one's going to to the I mean the the content industry, I mean, think about it? The music industry has never had a disruption like this. Like it's, any industry hasn't. I mean, and, exactly. And but the thing for, like, like where where maker. the music where the music industry has gone, where it's like gone from independent, it's gone more corporate obviously. But the fact that it's a complete shutdown. It's going to be for a couple of years. I think we need to do a full. It's going to be a full rebuild. Like there's not, there's not going to be like, oh, let's go back to this place.
3: All of them are going to be closed. Amy yeah. was just telling me at some story where like it was like, what was the percentage?
2: Ninety percent.
3: Ninety percent of venues are going to be 90%. done.
0: Oh yeah, that article was a bummer. Ninety percent. Ninety. Of independent, of independent venues, of independent yeah, venues. But the thing
2: is, Live Nation and AEG only own so many venues they own a lot compared to an independent promoter an independent right. fucking booker what about the yeah the
3: people. diy little punk spots and shit so they're, they're thinking, all everything spots.
2: everything feeds itself you know what i mean like you need the you need the diy punk shit to make the bar show what it is the bar show makes the club show the club show makes the arena show because there's so many different options right but now
3: no one has any fucking money
2: and And no one can
3: even like be in a room together
2: and who who in their right mind is going to like book a show where a band's like hey i need to make x amount of dollars hey yeah venue the venue costs x amount of dollars the people need to come and show up and work it who knows what insurance is going to be like at that point dude like yeah
1: yeah. So do you guys do you guys think that there's going to be a massive grab like by Live Nation for smaller venues like that or do you think it's really I think it's think game
3: I think it's fucking back? game over, dude. I think it's game over for uh, everybody. I think, it's, I think they're gonna, yeah.
0: That they're going to have to just rebuild from nothing in like a like 2022. 2022. Could you see like, it as
2: better or worse? It's who knows.
3: Nothing's getting better. You don't know? think so <laughs> No. So, you know yeah, I remember shows like in the early 90s in the fucking, in, in Portland, like 92, 93. Like I see, I saw like DRI at right. this place called La Luna, which was this fucking badass venue. It was probably like a 500 capacity, you know, pretty like mid-sized place. And like there's, was, it was back in the day when there'd be like lines for shows. Like you would like wrap around the block and like people were crowd surfing in line just to get into the fucking place. It was a wild show.
4: Yeah,
3: and like venues like that are just gone. Like there's not that size of a venue anymore. It's and like gone. it used to be all ages, where like there was a bar, right. but like everyone can go in. And like the kids are the ones that cause the fucking.
2: It's uh...
3: They're the ones that have the energy to fucking fuck shit up. It right? makes the yeah. show fun, you know.
2: I, I believe that that we've hit a point where we're going to talk about the golden age of shows.
3: We're already there. All the good bands are like the old fact, and dying.
2: The thing <laughs> The thing is, right now though, everyone's in the, under this romantic idea that shows are just going to come back and everything's going to be great. As far as like the the general public and the regular people and like people that people that don't know what goes into it, but if you really yeah. know what goes into it, what it takes us all, it's it's it's
3: done. The corporate shit is going to keep going. Yeah, because they'll just have a hologram with some fucking
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 you, a, fuck, you know like, yeah yeah but exactly I mean, it's not, yeah I mean, it's like, gonna be Paul all around Elvis.
3: Elvis yeah or yeah. whatever yeah
2: I mean who knows it's gonna be it's
1: yeah gonna, I want you know I wonder it's like you know I, I would love for it you know because with all the what's happening in Ventura Ventura's always had a, a terrible problem getting all ages shows and all ages venue really a real venue that could do shows without it being a fucking problem but in the yeah, last like, legal nightmare yeah but in the last like year obviously with bad politics breeds great fucking punk rock. You know what I mean? Like, so what we we had been seeing is like, we'll come to a show and there's 200 plus fucking kids that are under 18 and all ages show hanging in the park. It's starting to feel like it did back in the Bush junior era and previous. Yeah. You know? I,
3: yeah, yeah really, yeah. really
1: fucking rad because
3: everything's you know, cyclical, you know,
1: for a long time, it was like, we we were very dedicated to playing all ages shows and making keeping the kids involved. And then eventually, you just the shit gets weeded out. And then now you're doing shows in bars because I'm, I'm fucking only, 30 years only, old and well, I don't really need that you know, That's the only shows that are happening. So for maybe what five, six, seven years there we wasn't shit. An all the, we haven't had
2: an all age. You know, know and, the and then Hong the Kong last end, Hong Kong Inn in the
1: last few years has been doing all ages shows. And like the last five, six shows, you show up and there's 200 fucking kids in the parking lot. But also I mean, you know, it was also like, fuck yeah. Man. But I mean also, that
3: that gives like some sort of hope for the future. <laughs> yeah,
1: but with it all does. the COVID is like <laughs> it does you know, like
2: but also the Hong Kong Inn was also not something that was financially feasible. It was only on a local level. Right. Which is yeah. fine. You know what I mean? But it wasn't something where you could take a touring act into and be like right. You know what I mean? Like
1: yeah. They're really good locals. Shows, shows, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, really good local. Maybe show. a
2: cool out of town
1: hip, you know, whatever band Yeah. Right now,
0: you know? Hopper went on tour with Red Fang, and I think they played there. Red Redfing? Oh, Red no, no, not Red Fang. Um, long knife. It's like long word H- word. Oh
2: uh, long knife. I remember Long because I did a tour of Subhumans and they played
0: yeah. shows. Yeah, he was like, I'm playing at, I'm playing, I'm at, playing, at, not some, not playing at some we're playing at some Chinese is. restaurant in Ventura. I was okay. like I saw fucking I Joe Rogan, Chris D'Elia,
1: and 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 uh, Brian Callen at the Hong Kong Inn, and then oh, like yeah? six months later, I saw like a fucking who else? Uh, sub, who's it? Sub, no, no, who there? So Some no, not Subhuman. Some really like decent fucking punk band. You're like,
4: what the fuck is happening?
1: And it's literally like a Hawaiian, like you know, like food hulao place. You know, what I mean, it's uh, a trip. Yeah. You know? But it, it's yeah. a bummer to see like all that momentum starting to. It's Stop. all done. Yeah, it's done. It's all you
2: know, done. Yeah. It's all done, and it's going to be a full. It's going to be a full rebuild. Yeah, it might be good though. I think.
0: I mean, no. I mean, we're going to be the, too old I mean, to enjoy it when it comes back. <laughs> I think
2: that's the thing, though. Is everything, everything needs to be destroyed to be rebuilt in a better right. way. It didn't need to be destroyed like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like come it's on. Okay we could, it, you, you know, know what I mean? That. Like, I'm down with burning down like cop buildings and shit right. like yeah. that. But you know, we don't got to COVID everyone out of yeah. this motherfucker. You know.
3: So, what yeah, you, think I, was, you know, I, I think, yeah, why aren't they fucking going to the Capitol buildings and burning yeah. that shit down? Just why just are they place burning place. like small businesses and shit? Like, it doesn't make any this sense.
2: Place this place anger. Their age, it's like they're angry and that's where they are. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, I think if they would. And
0: it's warranted. It's I,
2: yeah. We had, we just had a podcast with our buddy going to the tattoo shop and he was talking about like defending his business and all that shit. And I'm like, I agree with him defending his business. But I also understand that there's shrapnel, there's right. shrapnel. And he and say, understood that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he understood that too. That. You know what I mean? Know? There's shrapnel when and it sucks. It's not a fucking good thing. But you know, there's always shrapnel when when change happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. you have to fucking rip some shit apart. You know, I would. My my biggest fear is is you know I love all this shit happening, all the protests. I, I'm absolutely for it. I mean. This country is built onto this shit. You know what I mean? Like we we threw a tantrum and threw all the fucking tea in the in the bay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Back in the, a billion years ago or whatever. But like I love you, it. Yeah, not
0: me. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Momentum. There was a party
0: involved. Yeah.
4: I guess. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I want to yeah. see that momentum yeah.
1: keep going. But I want to see it like. It's like, man, my biggest fear is to watch the fucking government give us just enough for us to stop bitching. And then we go straight back to normal. You know what I mean? 30, I want to see some million real change. Under,
2: 30 million unemployed people.
1: I know. Yeah. 30 I, mean, million I hope it helps. There ain't, there ain't I no. mean, if
0: if this had happened at any other time, you know, six months ago, even six months in the future, it wouldn't have been as big deal. But everyone's been pent up in their houses yeah. and they're angry at the government because they're like, I got that one stimulus check. When's the other one come in? Or am I unemployed? I've been on fucking hold on unemployment for, you know six yeah. hours and so it's just like i've been stuck in my house i hate the government i have no money i don't have a lot of shit to do so let's go fuck shit up like that was it was the perfect it was the perfect shit storm you know yeah. um but at the same time i'm glad it's happening like and that i mean there are parts of me who knows that they're like problematic there's problematic shit to everything but yeah. like you know I'm, 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 I'm happy it's happening you
1: can yeah. poke holes in everything yeah, yeah. It's easy to be the Monday morning quarterback. It's easy you know to know be I mean?
2: like, oh, well, I, sh- I would have done it like this and this and that. Yeah. It's like, and when, a-
0: I, when I say I'm glad it's happening, I mean the protests. Right. Uh, yeah, I would, yeah. It would be cool if police would stop killing innocent people. I, yeah. I, wish, oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, I wish it was just directed towards the people that are actually in charge of causing these fucking problems that everyone's right. having. It's right. the same people that is causing bullshit for everyone.
1: Well, It's, a, you know, it's the same exact thing. It's like Fucking
3: bankers I understand and all those the
1: protest. I understand the fucking rioting. I understand that. You know, I understand burning cop cars. The looting is just opportunistic people that want to take shit. You know what I mean? And that, that's a separate deal. It devalues the whole fucking situation, but I understand the anger and I understand the rage. You know what I mean? But what I, you know, the, the looting part is like, you've got to just, it, it's going to it's part of the fucking deal. But what it is, is this is, I mean, when you see, People were fucking tired of watching this shit, dude. I mean, 8 minutes 46 seconds. I watched that Dave Chappelle fucking uh did um, you guys see that release? I haven't seen that yet. Oh my god, dude. I mean, it's, it's not a comedy. It's not, it's funny. not comedy.
3: It's more of like Dave talking. Dude, this
1: guy, I mean, he's going to, you know, he the shit that he says is so true and on point. I always
3: love hearing what he has to say, so yeah. yeah
1: and and his whole pro- his whole one of his major points is like the streets are talking, dude. The, you know what I mean, and he's absolutely right. He's like People are calling for me to say shit. People are calling me to take a stance. He's all, "This ain't my fucking battle, dude." He's all, no, like, "I've I've no is
2: No one wants to listen to a fucking.
1: No one wants to hear a celebrity like, talk. No one wants you know? to hear
2: celebrities right now.
1: Yeah, and
2: I, I love dude,
1: that.
3: Agreed.
2: No yeah. one, no
1: one Did one you see works. that
3: thing on Twitter? Like, I take responsibility. Blah blah blah. Right? Like, no, like,
2: no, no, no. It's, like, but, it's just the. Well, it's like I mean, like, like I check, I check all websites, and like I check like TMZ and stuff like that. And there's been people going like why is TMZ just not reporting about celebrities right now? And I'm like, who the fuck no one wants to cares, see man. that?
4: Yeah.
2: Like, anyone that is fucking like, like I bet you like uh, influencers are having a really hard time right
4: now. Yeah.
2: I, I
3: them saw them. some like someone was busting some influencer balls about like posing with like boarding yeah. up windows and fucking yeah. and shit, like helping there's out. A,
1: yeah. There's an Instagram page called Influencers in the Wild. And it's like people <laughs> taking pictures of people, wow. you know, influencers. It's awesome, dude. But the guy that runs the site or the page has only been posting like hipsters taking pictures at protests, and it's really good. <laughs> You're like, sounds awesome. Pieces
3: of <laughs> shit, you know. Some dude with, like, the whole in- influencer games thing games. is very <laughs> disturbing.
0: Well, you know, it's you know, it's really disturbing. Is that they took a poll of like, um, what do you want to be when you grow up with for kids? And um, being a YouTube influencer or like being an Instagram star or something like that—that that is the highest. It's like that's higher than being a doctor.
2: I have a I have yeah. an eight-year-old that just wants to do yeah. YouTube videos. Yes, yeah. it's, it's fun. very it's cute though. <laughs> it's cute I'd watch I, it. <laughs> I totally, I totally uh, facilitate it. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm but like, it's
0: one its one thing to play around on Instagram and have some followers and have YouTube I, where, you know, like, but it's another, you're like, no, that's my lifelong goal. That's my career choice.
1: It can be, though. You know, yeah. me, me and Rosie had a lot of debate about this because Scout is, uh, my daughter is insanely involved in TikTok and cosplay, and she's as, like... As
0: she's our like, most high school girls, just so you know.
1: Scout's like, 12. You know what I mean? But Scout yeah. has an insane talent for makeup, uh, I mean, like, the stuff that she does, like, she can do these scars and, like, I mean, teeth and all kinds of shit, you know, and what I, my wife has a really hard time dealing with it because, you know, she sees it as like, well, you're putting yourself out on the other I'm like, there's people that do this that make millions of dollars a year, you know what I mean? Like, at a certain point, you have to figure out how to embrace the line, you know, where it's it's from obsession and just, like, destroying well, right. your self-esteem. And then to an actual fucking like, almost like what I talked, to, we talked the other day, and she's like, you know what? If I just view it as like performance art, it fucking helps my brain. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's kids on that are gaming that are making 10 million a year. You know what I mean? So all those
0: it's kind we, of like the new you know? boy band or the new whatever. Yes. Do you take yeah, it? Like,
2: you have to just coddle it. Because think about all the shit we wanted to be with.
0: Yeah. Right. And, be I be mean, there's even a, there's definitely even a part of me that like would love to be able to make the podcast like, like I, I love teaching, but if I could do the podcast full time and just research well, you know, and throughout be, the week. And there are like plenty of podcasters, like there's this one more, it's called Morbid. And they're, they're fine. Like, um, they kind of remind me of me in a little bit in a sense that one of the hosts, she's, um, She's a um, autopsy technician. And so she still has a job where she supports her family and stuff, but she's able to make enough off of the podcast now that she can hire a researcher. And she's like cut her hours back way, way hardcore in her job. And she gets to be at home with her family more. She's got three kids. And then her um, niece, who's like 21 or she's like 23 now, probably. Um, but she like, she's a hairstylist. So the COVID-19 totally took her out of everything. And so she's like a hundred percent part of the podcast now. And that's, she doesn't even have to go back to her old job. So it's like, yeah, like, you know, kind of same thing with like YouTube and being influencer and all that stuff. It's like, that's the dream, you know, but like, like have another skill too, too, you know, huh?
1: It's just like being a touring musician. You know, if you're yeah. the one, of the yeah. lucky, if you're one of the lucky, oh, of people that ever gets to fucking do something like you've done and I've done and Shimer's done. Like it's, and not only that, like to do it and make a living is in, I mean, it's so above and beyond, you know what I mean? Like there was a point where the wrath was going to have to shiver, get off the pot and be on tour nine months out of the year. You know what I mean? And it, it got to the point where I was like, I got two kids. I barely make a fucking dollar when I'm gone for three months. You know what I mean, and I can't, I can't fucking do it. You know what I mean because I'm not gonna fail my kids. But you know, to to not only that to be one of those people that's actually even taken the chance to do something they want to do. How many people do you meet that have never, ever fucking gambled on themselves? You know, it's it's
2: pretty it's pretty crazy. You know, it's definitely it's definitely something in the COVID that uh, I've lived in a fantasy world for the last like 12 or 13 years. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right? No like, shit.
2: Now that now that I have like a real job, I've been like. Uh, this is what everyone was telling me about mm-hmm. when they do. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they'd be like, "You're so fucking lucky," and I'm like, "Let me tell you about luck. Let me tell you about the shit I deal with. Cause I'm a yeah. tour manager. Like I'm a tour manager for fucking bands that are fucking big, and they're a pain in my ass.
4: Right.
2: You know what <laughs> I mean? We're like, but I'm always I've always been the guy where like I've n- I would never complain about making sure there's only green M Ms in the thing. Cause I'd be like, guess what? That's the worst part of my day. I got to make sure there's only fucking green M Ms. That ain't that fucking bad. Right.
1: You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just, I mean, like I said, with
1: the kids and the younger generation, it's so hard to navigate because the real problem is to be able to get them to separate from their phones and be present. You know what I mean? That's a whole thing. Well,
0: now that's all that education is, is you can just be on your phone all the time. <laughs> oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. got what you wanted.
1: Charlotte. Yeah. But it—it's that's the whole thing. You know, so me and, like I said, me, the whole back of the thing like me and my wife had a mi- million conversations. I mean, my daughter has all the talent in the fucking world to do something if she—that's what she wants to do. But she, ha- you know what I mean? It's like you have not only you can do that, but you have to be present for real life, and you have to be able to put your phone down and walk away from it. You know what I mean? And 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 be part of our family. And you know, being twelve, it's like <laughs> yeah, this—I mean, you're this the most important thing in your life. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that. I remember that part, but. You know, you can do that. You just have to be able to manage it. You know, and that's the, our biggest problem, honestly, right now, is teaching her how to do that and also be, you know, be able to walk away from it for a few hours. You know, it's 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 tough. It's really, really fucking tough. It's something I've never dealt with in my you know in my life. I I was told to get the fuck out of the house at eight in the morning and I was told <laughs> to not come. Don't back. come back until, tell until the street north, lights come on. Know, yeah, like, my whole life, and I was on a BMX or a dirt bike or a yeah. fucking blowing something up or looking at weird pornos in the bushes i don't know you know
0: like you, weren't, you weren't filming it making money off of it though
3: no, i mean yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Cause you needed but more. you could have been it. yeah i could have been yeah
3: missed was, out yeah I, I
2: fucked it up yeah. it, it is a <laughs> good. so uh so you guys do this podcast what is something that brought you guys what what made you guys want to do this podcast is there like a thing was it a graduate
0: so tell us the story i it was it was my baby uh, this my he gets to do all the other stuff. I just teach and, um, I got really, really, uh, I had, there's a graduating class that graduated two years ago from a high school I worked at in Portland, Oregon. And, um, two of the, two of, two of my graduating girls, um, we had, I had a feminist club there and a lot of times we would end up talking about crime and stuff. And, um, they just really got into like our conversations. They, they became like my honorary daughters and they became my TAs and they just want to help me with everything. And they're just like, talk to us about all these like crazy stories. And, you know, for the most part, you know, I can kind of like figure out when kids, I'm like, Oh, I'm talking and they're not really listening. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm talking about the golden age of whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. but they were like genuinely like, no, tell us more things. And I'm like, okay, there's this girl named JonBenet Ramsey. And they're like, what, you know? And then like, they were just like losing their minds. And I told them, uh, I think I-, I teach a lot of like true crimey stuff in school too. And it, we were talking about toxic masculinity. We were reading the book, um, the brief wondrous life of Oscar well, um, by, uh, Junot Diaz. And, um, there's a lot of toxic masculinity that comes up in it. And so what I did was I took clips of Elliot Rogers from Isla Vista. Do you know who do you remember who that is? He is this, he, Oh, what? he's the biggest piece of shit in the whole entire world. Uh, luckily he's dead.
2: Oh, yeah. But um, he, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: he that went to, lucky. he that went was
0: to UCSB. the
2: best segue <laughs> we've ever had on the yeah. podcast.
3: Like, <laughs> luckily.
2: You know who that person is? Well, he was a piece of shit, and he's fucking dead.
4: Fuck dead. <laughs> I, Good thing. I love it. But I love
2: that guy. I think, I, I think we found our clip. Right. For this one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Elliot Roger lived in Islet Vista, and uh, he had an apartment there. And he was actually half Chinese guy, which is actually fairly rare for like a mass shooter
2: um okay i remember remember you know what i'm talking about and
0: so he would do these like video blogs uh, he was an influencer. he thought he was an influencer didn't
2: he do it during the shooting
0: uh he did it right before so he was in his bmw with his he's like i am the most perfect gentleman that has ever lived and he had a fake laugh and it was like (laughs) (laughs) and he's like these designer sunglasses this bmw Women who don't want me are fucking crazy, so I'm going to kill them all. Yeah. So he went around Isla Vista, and he basically targeted cute girls and chads or whatever, and he mowed them down off Pardal. You know, I used to work at Java Jones. Right, he yeah. shot up Java Jones. He shot up Silver Greens, all those places over there. We actually went right after he did it, because I'm obsessed. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see, you know, like... Kevin's like, Kevin's Yeah, we did. Yeah we, yeah we did that <laughs> right after the <laughs> elliot Rogers shooting i wanted because you know i used to work at a place that was shot up and like people hey, yeah, died. Yeah, at, exactly. you know I get, I get that, and right? i i just like part of me just wanted to seep in that like what if i was there you know Dude. like and, and was, how
1: many years after was that you moved to portland
0: i moved to, to portland years 15 after. years ago and elliot roger was maybe like eight years ago okay, well, everything yeah, so,
1: yeah you're only gone about five six years right
0: yeah and so we came and visited specifically isla vista just to like look at the memorials and stuff like probably like within a half of a year of it happening was that your first huh? time
2: in isla vista kevin pardon was that your first time in isla vista
0: that that may have been
3: yeah we went for breakfast burritos and a murder tour nice. free, bird,
2: free birds free
3: birds uh, a I, was it free birds
0: no real
3: fluffy eggs no it doesn't
0: it's um it was rosarito and it doesn't exist anymore (laughs) close down um but yeah so anyways i um was teaching them about elliot rogers and i was teaching them about brock turner had just happened and we were talking about toxic masculinity and we're like hey you know i was trying to teach them like not all masculinity is bad it's when it like harms people's lives it's when um, men take it to a degree where they feel like they need to take out people because they're not getting what they want like and i taught them about incels and all this stuff and everyone's like, <laughs> they're just like holy shit well, i'm
2: sorry i'm sorry i asked I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I but like
0: they but like we were reading a fictional book about toxic masculinity and it's not fictional. It's not a fictional concept, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I started to show them stories of toxic More masculinity, like um, <laughs> that's, that's when, um, like, these two girls were just like, oh my gosh, and, like, we're, we just want to talk about it all the time. And then I, they started, I introduced them to a couple of podcasts. Um, at the time, it was My Favorite Murder, Sword and Scale, and I think maybe, like, True Crime Garage or something. And they were like obsessed. And we ended up going, oh, in the last podcast on the left. And I actually ended up taking them as a graduation present. I ended up taking them to go see the last podcast on the left live. They're... <laughs> Their live show is all dick jokes. So it was very awkward sitting with two 18 year old girls.
2: Yeah. After you talk about this whole toxic masculinity. Yeah. yeah. I was Legit. like, this is
0: kind of toxic masculinity, but this they're is, kind of so, funny. So look, this yeah. is a, uh, I'm showing you what it's like yeah. in the wild. Mm-hmm.
3: This is extra credit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, they were both moving away to college. One went to San Francisco State University, and, uh, or San Francisco University, the, the religious one. Um, and then, um, one went to South, um, Oregon, um, university in Ashland and, um, we wanted to keep in touch. And so we were going to do a true crime podcast where I told all the crimes that happened in Portland that week. Um, Elisa would do all the crimes in San Francisco and then Lydia would do all the crimes in Ashland and we just go through like, you know, the police Twitter and talk about things that have happened or things that are going on and um they were super excited and i was like i'm super excited too but i'm gonna tell you right now you're gonna go to college and you're gonna get completely yeah. overwhelmed yeah. and you're never gonna find time to do the podcast and i'm 100 okay with that i don't want to like have any expectations. we're gonna
2: be concentrating
0: on just jokes. just so
2: you know when you when you're starting to feel bad about bailing <laughs> yeah. don't feel bad all right
0: yeah and so i said i, I kind of put the kibosh on it being like all right After like six weeks in college, like, let me know how you feel. And then they were like, oh my God, (laughs) like, I I can't do this, you know? So I had kind of been like, I had started putting together a logo. I had already come up with the phrase, true crime dumpster, because I thought it sounded funny. And I was like already like super invested. And then like my sister stepped in and was like, I'd do it with you. And I was like, you're pregnant and about to have a kid. Uh -uh. I need a big loser. (laughs) Night. with with nothing but time
3: right yeah go. and I, I and i did <laughs> say for better or for worse
0: this
1: is true sure so
3: so you
0: know, i was i was about do I it was, to myself <laughs> i was about to do it uh by myself and then i was like "Hey." oh wait. yeah
3: i have a husband that i can make do this
0: yeah literally. he doesn't like it quite as all much as i do all the power but <laughs> like yeah uh, it's been oh, fun sorry.
2: though toxic masculinity <laughs> <laughs> no that's, that's <laughs> he I, brings you know, that to it, it. Like, she,
1: she's
3: she's ma- she's mastered to- toxic masculinity Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. so what, what her was and all her dick pics podcast because i listened to the amish one today uh the amish killer you know which was pretty it's just you know amish
3: yeah like,
1: i don't i don't naturally gravitate towards that shit because you know i we talked right before we started and i my head's filled with dark dark shit all day anyway i don't need any more but I don't think any, I think everyone's is right now. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, uh, I thought it was in, I mean, how much dude, you guys have to do so much research. I just, I don't think I'm cut out for that. You know, like, I mean, when we first started spend a week, like on planning these, uh, these
2: episodes,
3: he's got the next five years planned out already.
2: That's what I figured. I figured, I figured it was a thing where it's like, you've got all these ideas right, and it's yeah. like you're slowly kind of just doing it and then when it's ready you're like guess what we're doing this yeah.
0: sometimes i go down these rabbit holes like with the we did like a silk road three-parter
2: I actually did a couple of
1: those and that was pretty cool
0: and um i probably crazy i probably did like 30 hours of research for that yeah i read the book twice and um i watched like two documentaries and uh, I mean, it's, uh, I listened to the audiobook and I also read the book and the audiobook's book's 13 and a half hours long and it probably took about 10 hours to read, you know, like, and I was taking notes the whole time I was reading,
4: yeah.
0: um, that, and then like when, whenever I read books for episodes, um, it takes a really long time, but like the Amish Stud Murderer, a lot of it was based off of an episode of, uh, like snapped or something, like, you know, like, um, yeah. So, and we have to do those every once in a while, or else we wouldn't be able to put something out weekly. Because we talked about doing every other week at first, mm-hmm. but there's something not satisfying about that. I get every
1: week. Like, the, is just, you have to do it's a consistency. It's got to be once. Yeah. A you know what I mean? Whether yeah. it's a fucking, I mean, for you guys, it's it's so labor intensive. Me and Shreimer are absolutely not organized <laughs> enough to
2: fucking do that. It's why like,
1: we're over here. You know what like, I mean? Like, like, I said,
2: like, I'm sitting like this because I literally am elevating my. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm just not interested. No, it, was,
2: it, was, it was great
3: timing, though.
2: Like, look, at, yeah. look at look at There you go. elevating <laughs> because that's what the doctor <laughs> told me today. Right. Yeah. The doctor told me I need to elevate this, shit. but I was impressed at the sheer amount of fucking actual
1: research you guys do. Is like, like oh my god, dude, I couldn't do it. You know, and, and then it has to be an absolute labor of love. You know what I mean for you guys? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do. I do like it, I, it a lot, and um. I respect the production. I to be quite honest yeah. with
2: you. I'm a production guy. I fucking love a good production. Mm-hmm. I love lights. I love ambiance. I love yeah. all that shit. Yeah. I just don't have the time for it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: That's that's kind of more my part of it is adding like the, the, the inch this like the montages at the beginning. Right. right. So I wanted
1: to ask, are the intros you? Is that all you like Yeah, Ryan, yeah. So I, I made the, the intro
3: different? for that. You're you know the, the actual show. intro for Hold the podcast those. is the same thing
1: <laughs> hell yeah dude so i just yeah. found
3: like someone doing a cover of painkiller oh
1: okay that's <laughs> i was wondering i didn't know if you <laughs> and cut fresh, it up dude, and then yeah. added my
3: own guitars to it you know and
1: yeah nice. the, that's the, good,
3: the, the <laughs> they live samples and all the shit
1: yeah i mean it's just it's impressive on its own you know because i i'm a more i'm like basically a caveman trying to operate a computer you know what i mean when i do Me too. and
3: yeah yeah so i'm actually like i'm just like this you know I mean, because
1: but when it comes to recording and like you program drums and shit right too right or do you uh, I do just you play just plays them yeah you play them so i mean yeah even that alone is like that's I mean, way
3: easier than programming them
1: <laughs> right yeah i have friends that have, that can do it and i just i'm like, here, it's way like, what's, like
0: what's been kind of like a math
3: hard <laughs>
0: what's been um, kind of a saving grace of it all, too, is that, like, we downloaded Audacity and we just kind of figured it all out ourselves. And that's what's nice. Like, I don't, we don't have to, like, make an appointment to, like, work on the podcast. We live with each other, you know? So, like, he figured out Audacity and then, like, he was like, oh. And then he started, now he's, like, on this, he's just writing whole albums on Audacity. Yeah, now. she
3: created a monster. Nice. <laughs> now I, I I never knew how to work a computer and now <laughs> I know how to do...
0: So like it's record, kind of been like
3: saving That's you.
2: all I do. Yeah, Yeah. that's great.
1: I just I, record so new music I to ask and go surfing. surfing. Like with the COVID <laughs> shit, like I've hit a huge slump in like creativity. I can't fucking write a riff to save my life right now, you know, but I also have three kids and I mean, he's fucking slammed with kids and I can't fucking I find music. any creative juice right now, dude. Like besides doing this, like, how are you? I'm obviously writing music is that's how you're coping, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've, have I Have not even, not enough time in the day. Like, every time I have free time, I'm, like, recording shit. That's it's amazing. driving her fucking nuts. Well, it's... Like, funny. work on the podcast. Like, <laughs> I know. I have this <laughs> riff, I dude. know, he got really, he got <laughs> really You're into, familiar. like, working on... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm working on the podcast,
0: babe, right. don't worry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: I should say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, is totally for the podcast
0: yeah i would say in the yeah, last 10 episodes i don't think he's written much at all just because um like he's i have he's a job had, now i have to i know before he didn't really have a job and so he would just like have whole episodes written while i would be at work or whatever mm-hmm. and then um so now like all he wants to do is like work on recording stuff which i'm totally fine with but like it's cool because like he's got i call him i call him on like, his international boyfriends um and they're, like, literally all over the world. Like, some of his best friends are in Australia and in Vancouver, B.C., and they send each other tracks, and they're, like, making records and stuff. So it's, like, that's what makes you happy? I'm good with that. Well, as long as you can saying, still talk murder.
3: Oh, I can talk murder.
2: I totally understand that because, like, I have Craig and I have mm-hmm. John C. Local, and mm-hmm. all my friends are across the world across the country. Right.
4: Yeah. You know? Something yeah around.
2: rosie's
1: constantly harassing me about my fucking cross-country boyfriends and the- yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. She- well all luckily 45- all
0: of the international <laughs> boyfriends yeah, okay. yeah. they like me so i'm yeah. always
2: like it oh, must, must be nice to go get food with your friends on the on like a wednesday <laughs> yeah. yeah i gotta fly to <laughs> shit. yeah
3: you're like what what's, what's wednesday yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I, what have you, uh, obviously, being locked down in the COVID and shit, have you guys been doing anything out of the absolute uh, – when did you guys – you guys moved to Ventura pretty recently, right? Within the last year?
3: Nine, in August,
0: was it? Yeah, like so like nine or ten, nine or 10 months ago.
1: For all this shit in Ventura, is that you brought oh. Portland's drama down here.
3: Like right after the fires or right before – Yeah, like, that's like,
1: wild. Yeah. Man. Right so you right guys moved down here, you get the fires, then you get <laughs> COVID, and now we're doing riots. No. Wow. When's the
3: locusts and the frogs? There
1: we yeah. have. It in,
2: uh, Egypt, I think. East came Coast,
1: no, dude, East the locust
3: Coast is going crazy, dude. Actually, so I'm a big conspiracy theorist. Like, <laughs> Uh-oh. ancient history. Oh, really? uh, here we go. Here we go. I, I love all that shit. David Icke and fucking Alex Jones fucking love those. Dudes.
0: Hey, no, you don't. <laughs> are you, well, are
1: you,
0: <laughs> so, I mean,
1: let, let, Let's get we this squared up. Are you an act, act, absolute believer or do you just like he doesn't
3: love alex jones it's just, it's just, it's i don't it. believe everything no but, i mean
1: <laughs> a good conspiracy theorist shouldn't right
3: no i mean there's there's all there's a good fair amount of disinfo and i mean you're the cia is behind everything conspiracy.
1: right you're not flat earth conspiracy though
3: i'm not sold on the globe
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh <no. laughs> Don't listen to him. He's full oh, of shit. It's that because my dad's bad. a scientist. Oh,
2: no. oh, my
1: God. Are there satellites? Is space real?
3: You mean the firmament? No. no. Yeah, no, I people. don't know. I'm
0: glad we didn't start here on the podcast. I
3: I
1: love a good conspiracy, man. It's, it's awesome. Yeah,
3: I, I love it all, too. I'm not sure how much of it I believe, but I fucking, I love, and I love the responses. Is fucking, it's amazing.
2: It's always good to but, fuck with people.
3: But yeah, but you know, I don't know what's fucking actually real. You know, they could be all a big simulation. I mean,
2: at this point, at this point, you just, I mean, I think for a while you've always had to be like, okay, there's this information, there's this information. Mm -hmm. I got to figure it out somewhere. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, the
1: the most likely outcome is that we are living in a simulation. You know what I mean? (laughs) According to fucking every scientist on earth. You know what I mean? That's like what they're all saying now. So many, po- like I, yeah. I, there's the thing that said there's so many different universes and possibilities that there is an oh, infinite number of universes where me and you, us are talking on a fucking podcast having the exact same like conversation and then infinite versions of that on top of it. You right. know
4: what I mean? Every
3: like, sound that we make is its there's, own there's universe.
1: Open weed. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, good call.
1: Yeah. It's lot, dude, it, I mean, you know, when you really have you guys, smoke guys
3: ever uh, smoked DMT? I have fuck not. Yeah, I, I
2: have
3: Fuck yeah. yeah. Dude, okay. So, I've done it oh, only yeah. one time. I was but.
2: I was uh I was on a mini tour with Ghoul and oh, yeah. the friends are of our friends. ours. This year. But so, we can't say who. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> so, uh, All the way from Creepsylvania. So, okay, so okay, so funny story about Ghoul. Okay. Funny story about Ghoul. I think I I can tell this story. I can tell this I story. Tell this story. <laughs> so So funny
0: wait, well. Okay, let go me ahead um, real, uh, one of the dudes from Ghoul is actually revamping our logo right now. Nice.
2: Okay, okay, nice. okay, cool. Yeah. So, so I do shows at the Oakland Metro in Oakland, right? Love that place. Oakland Metro in Oakland. Yeah, yeah. We've done great food. Yeah, pizza. The pizza. I don't know about that. Barf pizza. But uh, but uh, so uh, so we, I did a show there. It was it was the last show I was there for. And it was, I can't remember what fucking, I'm not going to say what metal band it was. But some metal band came through and the tour manager was a complete fucking asshole. Complete fucking asshole, right? Just was a shithead from the beginning, a shithead in all the emails. Like a bigger band? Uh, it was a bigger band. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you when we're not recording.
3: But, uh, <laughs>
2: but uh, so fucking guy was a complete shithead and I fucking was like the rep and I had to deal with them. And I'm always like, hey, fucking you're being an asshole. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're gonna come through and you're gonna leave. So I don't give a you know what I mean? You're, you're right, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like I'm like, hey bro, guess what? We're gonna load out at some fucking point and you're gonna go the fuck home. So I don't give a fuck, right? Yeah. right. And this guy was totally like one of those like tech metal tour managers that's kinda like uh. 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 and I'm like, You didn't you didn't advance shit. You didn't advance fucking shit, right? So anyways, I was going in, like this guy's being an asshole, fucking one of the guys who played in Ghoul was a sound guy at the Oakland Metro. And he goes like, hey John, is that blah, blah, blah? The guy's name, right? And he goes, that guy ripped off Ghoul for a thousand fucking dollars. He owes Ghoul a thousand fucking dollars. And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, what name are you trying to get? He's like, oh, it's that guy's name. And like, if the tour manager's being nice, I'll fucking, def- I'll help him. You know what I mean? But the guy's yeah. been a shithead. And I was like, oh yeah, that's the fucking guy. Go right over there. <laughs> yeah. money right? And this is is basically like Ghoul was on, Ghoul took him out as a tour manager, fucking, and the dude ended up leaving a bandwagon at a rest area. And bandwagon had to go pick it up and fucking charge Ghoul. You know what I mean? The guy just left it at a rest area. Didn't tell anyone, just fucking bailed. And fucking, like, the guy was, like, trying to be like, oh, hey, well, I'll I'll get you the money, I'll get you the money. Never saw any of them. And then fucking dude from Ghoul walks up to him and goes like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, yeah. what's up? So, like, what's up with this money? And he goes, oh, oh, shit. We you fucking. Just see the back we, I hope you put the mask oh, on before I he fucking drove, did that. I drove the yeah. tour manager to the ATM to get the fuck fucking yeah. money out so Ghoul could get their fucking money. Good, okay, good on me? you. It was a beautiful thing. I've taken. That a is few, good. I've taken a few promoters. It's happened. I've taken a few promoters in it's my happened. life, in my <laughs> life to the it's ATM. I'm like, listen, I don't, I don't give a fuck what you're saying, motherfucker. Like, never see you again.
3: Until you know? next year. Yeah, <laughs> you're
2: like yeah, the Mexican yeah, yeah. police. Yeah. That's well. That's the thing is like, like for me, like in the touring world, is it like I'd always deal with people, and they'd be like, "I'm never going to see you again." I'm like, "You're not that lucky. I'm going to see you again." <laughs> yeah, I'm going to roll through and be like, be "Hey, you're your a ass. fucking asshole." You yeah. know I'll be right up your ass. But anyways, man. that was my cool story. Yeah, I hope I. That's legit. I hope I finished
1: yeah. it <laughs> Yeah. is uh, so um, with the obviously you're in Ventura now. Like, are you? I heard you're surfing now. Is that new to you or what? I know. I'm, uh,
3: attempting. I'm doing a poor old man's attempt at surfing.
1: How <laughs> How are the locals treating you? Are they? Is there a localism vibe in the in the water or what? You're not going. Down well, to I've park
3: been park? social distancing my whole life,
1: yeah. so, <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, this whole thing's a breeze. Uh, so I kind of go where there's no one at. Yeah. Basically, so uh, I don't embarrass myself. Too bad.
4: Yeah, but like
3: I do, like I've been out like at the uh, I guess they call it the Point, yeah, uh, or C Street or whatever it is, and yeah. you know I was you know, like just almost having a heart attack trying to paddle out to the waves, and these little fucking kids are just flying by me, shoot, shoo, 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 r- <laughs> fucking ripping it up, you know, yeah. and I'm just like fuck. Yeah, I used, to, I used to skate a lot, like skateboard.
1: Oh, you grew up skating? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was
3: skating. like yeah, I was total yeah. skater. And that's that's kind of like where I. Cut my teeth on like I guess counterculture or whatever it is. Right. Um, this lady that my dad, my parents got divorced pretty early on, and uh, my dad only had one real girlfriend. This chick Cheryl, she's a hot <laughs> blonde chick, and um, she like we would she would take me cruising in her car, and just blasting Motley Crue, like shout the devil shit, and I was probably like seven or eight. Mm-hmm it's very strange when I look back at it, but at the time she's like, Oh, the speakers in my car are blown. So I have to turn it all the way up. And I was like, fuck yeah, cool. She like <laughs> got me on my first skateboard, my first like guitar, like an acoustic shooting yeah. guitar. That's
4: cool. But, man. uh,
3: she was awesome. And, um, that's kind of like, so she got me my first skateboard and that was kind of like what, like led me on this path. Like I was always like, kind of like not a, I never fit in with anyone. So skateboarding was like cool because I could just do it myself. Skateboarding is such
1: a killer. I mean, that's what I, you know, I grew up in the desert. Actually, I grew up in the same town as he did until I was about 12. I moved to Ventura and I couldn't ride dirt bikes anymore. I couldn't do any of that shit. You know what I mean? So I started skating, dude, and that shit completely changed my life. I mean, first of all, I I realize I'm not a big team sports guy. I like something that I can do on my own every day without a fucking coach and this and that. And I got really into skating, dude, and that, like, pushed me into punk rock and metal. I was always a metalhead. You know, I was a metalhead first, and I started appreciating punk later in my life, you know. Yeah, I was always
3: a metalhead from the, yeah, like, same thing. Like, so, like, she she got me a skateboard and Motley Crue, so I was, like, walking around at, like, seven or eight with, like, you know, the Chuck All-Star shoes, one red one, one black one, like, bandanas, fucking, like, thought I was, like, some badass, you know. Yeah. And, like, Richard Ramirez was, like, running around killing people at the same time and fucking pentagram on the hand. Yeah. I was like, pentagram on the Motley Crue. And I was like, fuck, this shit is wicked, you know? Like, uh, and I remember, like, when I got that fucking Motley Crue tape, it was, I, it was too fast for love. Cheesy-ass fucking shit, right? But I, I, I opened it up and I saw the pentagram. And so before I listened to it, I put it away and then I snuck out at, like, midnight to listen to it. When I was just a little kid, because it was, like, the pe- devil fucking yeah. evil, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I cared
2: about you, that's nice. I've
3: always been a little <laughs> devil worshipper as well, so, like. Yeah. When
2: I I have an older brother, and he showed me a Iron Maiden, a Seventh Son of a Seventh Son on cassette, mm-hmm. when I was, like, sixth grade, fifth grade, yeah. And I was, like, this is fucking tight. Yeah. Satan. <laughs> satan's pretty tight yeah because i was raised catholic so I'm a, I'm a recovering catholic yeah so you know I was yeah like,
3: like when i was growing up like uh there was like a few skate parks but mainly like we would just skate street you know just street skating is all illegal you know it was like getting like and i lived in chino california for a bit too so it was always like getting beat up by gangsters or like by the gangsters. police yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, like yeah. either way you're gonna go out skating you're getting beat up you're running from something but yeah, it was always like a very like punk rock thing to do. is you go fucking skate on like someone's curb or? Yeah,
1: oh, totally, dude. We used to go skate at the high school in Ventura, and at the end of the night, we would call the cops on ourselves and then run from them <laughs> when they showed <laughs> up. It was like you were. It was such a wild west shit like out here, dude. Yeah. Like we would hide from <laughs> them and run from them and get detained. I don't know Shamer was doing real crimes, you know. Over the- and that's we why, had why we have like to defund the police. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were this awesome,
3: like drainage ditch behind my elementary school. And so, like, a group of us would always skate behind there. And then, like, it was on the side of a freeway. So, like, cops would see us and go, What the fuck are all these kids doing on the (laughs) side of the (laughs) road? And so, we'd have to, like, run and jump in the trees and shit. Oh, dude.
1: Yeah, I remember (laughs) it was so fun. It was awesome, dude. I mean, we (laughs) used to, like, we'd skate around at Buena. We'd call the cops on ourselves, or sometimes they'd sneak up on you. But my buddy, who was, like, a squatter, homeless kid, was skating, one of the best skaters, you know? But he had ripped off all his clothes and he was like skating naked through the school, you know. And so we're all a cop rolls up on the lawn like with his lights off in his car, and his bare ass just fucking hits the head. <laughs> <and laughs> what the hell? And he <laughs> up the board. He's fucking running, you know. They're chasing us. It looks like a Benny Hill fucking show, you know. <laughs> He's just going. We're all running from him, and you know, we're hiding in bushes and shit. You know, it was awesome, dude. He actually we got picked up later that week, and uh, it was me, him, and my buddy Casey. And he actually fucking shit his pants in the back of a cop car, and the cop was so—it was Brage. Remember Ryan Braggett? Brage? I don't know if you remember him, but
0: Viggly. that sounds familiar.
1: Back in the HD days, but fucking this guy shits his pants in the back of the cop car, <laughs> and the cop is so disgusted with yeah, us. <laughs> he kicks us out of the car. <laughs> yes. Oh, success! You're a hero! You're a fucking uh, hero, man. Did you let him go? Oh yeah, we got—we yeah, he booted us <laughs> out of the car. He's like. You guys, I mean, we're lucky we didn't get shot. You know, like that's fucking amazing. Uh, he was pissed, dude. <laughs> he fucking booted us right out. We were all detained, all going to our houses, all going to be in trouble. You know, it was like one in the morning or whatever. You know, God, I miss skating sometimes, man. My boy's starting to do it now, and it's it's like I've never been more fucking proud. You know, to watch him like really trying to get get it down. You know. With yeah. Mom? Cool That's right. Around. You're like, here's an M80. Check this out. yeah. <laughs>
3: Soon enough. Yeah,
4: it will happen. fucking That's beautiful. Fucking
0: And this, this is um one of the reasons I brought him out. Uh, this is our COVID nineteen dog. Dude. Um, so he. One thing that happened at the start of all of this is that a lot of people, like the shelters, were closing down, and like they were trying to get as many people. To adopt and foster as they could because they knew that they were gonna have a limited staff. Yeah, and so people just like would hear that like the shelters were shut down. Like they weren't totally shut down, but they were trying not to accept new people. It was like in this vague area, and so people are just throwing their dogs out on the street. And there's this huge like influx of like dogs just showing up all over the place.
2: Yeah, and
0: so um, this one.
2: so did you? So did you foster that dog, but you're not giving the dog back?
0: Um. So a lady on Facebook was like, "I found this messed up dog with like a he like a broken toe and like he's all if you can't yeah, tell he's, he's, he's all pockmarked up. in the it, face. He's kind of like got a Danny Trejo like um like complexion. Uh, <laughs> What's his name? Danny.
3: Yeah, it's it's Machetti. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and his his ears were all like fly eaten and like he's just really fucked up and he's missing like a bunch of teeth in the front
1: i remember you mentioned on the last one that he has like some straight ptsd like shit. oh yeah oh, dude. he'll be sleeping
0: yeah. and he just fighting. like wakes up and just starts freaking out there's been a couple dog fights on the podcast um that we haven't cut because they were kind of funny but um yeah so some lady was like this, awesome crazy lady in south oxnard was like i found this dog and i'm so in love with him but i can't keep him and so she had actually gotten a like because the wherever she was staying she couldn't have a dog so she actually rented a hotel room for him like and her to stay in and like she's on her last dollar and um she's like i am willing to like throw away my whole life for this dog somebody dog please come dear. and save me
2: Dog super cute yeah
0: yeah. I love so him. I, 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 I met him. her and I said, I'll take care of the dog for you until, um, if you want him back. And she did kind of want him back. And then I've actually met with her a bunch more times and she's kind of revealed that she's like a recovering heroin addict and all the stuff. You're and, like, you're like, and you're aw, like, yo, guess what girl? You ain't
2: getting this dog back. I was like, um, hey, this is I'll my
0: dog. I, I, dog I, I actually tried oh, to give him so away. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to give him away and he ran away like, across the highway Aww. to get back to you were, me. You
2: were like this on the other side of the highway, like, Yay, come to me. <laughs> yeah. So, Kevin, what you're
3: that, saying? That, that reminds you know. me of the end of one of those Curb uh, Your Enthusiasm episodes. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I'm trying to get fucking rid of you. Like, oh, what is this? What is this?
4: Yeah.
1: So, well, he looks like was, the acid's just wearing off, so it's fucking
3: dude, cool. He yeah.
2: looks, he looks pretty stumped
3: on
0: Yeah, Yeah, I was crying one night because I was. He's
3: still a total asshole.
0: Oh yeah, he's horrible. He's a (laughs) horrible dog. (laughs) I
2: mean, Um, all I gotta say is he's been amazing on screen.
3: Right. Yeah, he's a
0: great podcast dog. Yeah. Look at that guy. But I was just crying one night, and Kevin was like, "Why are you trying to give away that dog? If that's like in this shitty world, if that little annoying weirdo like gives you any kind of." Joy, you should just, you should just keep them.
2: You'll learn, and you know, dogs teach you. T- dog teach you about yourself, right? Yeah. He's are fourth, like, like, fourth. he's our fourth. He's
0: our they fourth taught me now. that
3: I'm a fucking huge so, asshole <laughs> with no patience.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude, it's it. Yeah. And then try to have some fucking kids, dude. The dog parents, goes
2: so far down the totem pole. My parents, it is shocking. You know? My parents. My parents like adopt dogs yeah. all the time. And they're like, so we're just like fostering this dog, and I'm like, you guys they are fucking keeping it. My parents have never fostered a dog and gave him away. Yeah. yeah, you know. It's what I mean? Hard to get a test. Yeah. yeah, like I, you know. Yeah. It's, just, it, it's your. Dog. Well, if it makes you feel any better,
1: I found a dog running down the street on Gonzales thirteen fucking years ago, and this thing is still alive, blind, <laughs> to death, under Chewy. my feet, gets stepped on sixteen times a day. I love her to death. I mean. But holy fucking shit, they stick around. You know what I mean? So prepare. Yeah. Prepare for the long haul. Sure. You're going to have that dog for all the way through the divorce and the then dog? the remarriage. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's fucking brutal, dude. Like My, my dog, Chewy, we found her uh, when my daughter was a year, no, six months old. And I, I literally, in she's Montalvo. blind in and Montalvo. she's deaf when we were living in Montalvo. She's blind, she's fucking deaf now, she can't see shit, she runs into walls, she's under your feet every time you turn around, you know, and I I mean, she's so fucking sweet. She's like a Lhasa Apso, but I was like, 13 years, dude, you're like 90 fucking years old, like, (laughs) and she seems totally fine, like, with all that, you know what I mean? So, but it's good, I mean, you gotta, you know, you gotta take care of those ones, you know? Yeah. Look at that guy.
3: Got that Rothschild's blood Yeah.
1: That, that royal, <laughs> that 13 royal families
3: brother, <laughs> is drinking that adrenochrome.
1: Yeah, yeah. Over at the Bohemian Grove, fucking doing uh, it. Yeah. 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 Well, um, anyway, man, I think it's a good spot to end it.
2: You guys feel good about everything. Yeah. You guys want to? You guys want to push anything? You guys want to fucking?
3: I'd know. like to push more flat Earth. Uh, uh, yeah. the Earth <laughs> is flat. My, but how
0: can it be flat, flat and hollow at the same time?
3: It's like a weird, like, fuck. It's like uh, a diaphragm. <laughs> you know, the diaphragm, the <laughs> eye, listen, you, listen, doing? Oh,
2: you doing this is not scientific enough for me. Okay? This,
3: this is no. not
1: fucking, yeah. like, no, no. Nope. If you really want to know, I can nope. show you how to calculate the curvature of the earth because I do it all fucking day at work, buddy, with GPS.
3: Like <laughs> yeah. tricky dick fingers.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah uh, anyway uh so where can we find you guys the podcast and all that stuff
0: we're yeah. on all the podcast platforms just look for true crime dumpster nobody else wanted that name no one's named their child that yet so uh if you put in true crime dumpster you're pretty much just gonna find us
2: nice okay That's awesome when is your how Good often you did, how can you guys put out episodes
0: uh, once a week on Tuesdays, Uh, but we're, you know, Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Hey, but once a week.
2: Hey, you, you know, fucking,
1: yeah, it's, it's a as I long as a, you get one out a week, man. I have right. a Gorilla
2: Biscuits monkey back here and a Guy fox fucking Devo hat, so we're all over the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, we fucking get it.
1: We fucking roll the dice on this one. We every roll
2: week. the yeah. dice. Uh, well, guys. dude, it's been
1: a pleasure talking to you guys, and, you know, obviously, if you need some crime experts on your podcast, let us know. We'd be
4: yeah, I, yeah, I would <laughs>
1: love
0: to. Listen, whenever there's a cold case, you call
2: me. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's some good Ventura crimes that I would love to cover and have you guys on. I could or, do all the research or, and you could uh, just uh, chime uh, in.
2: Very possible. We're <laughs> always down. Hey, yeah. bring us on. Or find maybe we it. can will
3: team I'll, up and. I will solve them.
2: a case in one podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, it's. Th- I guarantee, if it's a crime in Ventura, I might have some insider information. Yeah, like you yeah, <laughs> <It laughs> might be a family member. Yeah, if if there's it. ever like biker tweaker <laughs> yeah. things in the Antelope Valley, call I me. I know it. I, might <laughs> know it. I might know <laughs> it. Same thing for biker tweaker shit in Ventura. Yes, yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure I know. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Anyway, well, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, and then,
0: uh, also go support and, Kevin's bands in oh, two yes. years so, when they can play and, again. Yeah, anything? Give us. Give us something. Give us something.
3: Oh, you can uh, were-goat. Um, everything at Bandcamp. camp. So Weregoat goat Bandcamp, uh, ritual necromancy Bandcamp, camp, uh, blasphemy. So how do you
2: spell were-goat?
3: It's like a mixture of werewolf and... Goat. goat. So
0: W-E-R-E,
2: and goat. And goat. It's a mixture of... So it's a mixture of werewolf and goat. Yeah. You guys are a great couple. You yeah. guys are fucking... You guys do That's the
1: idea.
3: Very well. You guys are a the idea. It's actually
2: shows it. It through on the podcast.
1: We're fucking
3: dude. serious, man.
1: <laughs> you know what? You should start is a fucking grindcore band called Flat Earth.
2: <laughs> I'm
1: dude, fucking hey, Write
2: the music, and me and Craig will write the lyrics. Yeah, fully, dude. Let's okay? do it. Let's okay, do it. Podcast. I'm podcast gonna... collab.
4: Hell yeah.
2: We'll only release it on our podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah dude. And we'll be the only ones that listen dozens to it. Dozens and dozens <laughs> of
2: people will be into it. Yeah. Dozens, dozens. <laughs>
0: literally Ten, tens, tens <laughs> of tens. Maybe
2: two, it. maybe three. Yeah,
3: think Get the royalties.
2: Of <laughs> yeah,
3: man. The so
2: um, good times. Uh, uh, Craig's beard will be gone for the next podcast too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, are you gonna grow it back?
2: Uh, you know, yeah. I can't. It's
1: like yes, looking it at. Yes, is. Yes,
0: it yeah.
1: Is. I will. Yes, I regretted it, it immediately. You know, I just. Twenty years. And I haven't seen my face, and I just wanted to see it before. I've got tired of people being shocked that I'm 38. You know what I mean? Yeah. My beard's 20 like, fucking years old. What? You're not now. 58? And uh, so I wanted to see my face, and now I every time I look in the mirror, I feel like I'm on mushrooms, and I can't fucking do it. You know what I mean? I just—it's killing me. So uh, something's coming back. I've been dying to get
3: some mushrooms, so maybe I should just shave.
2: Uh, Holler at no. your boy Holler after at your... podcast. What time are you later? All right, hi guys. Hi, guys. hi guys! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>